Welcome to episode 267 of Taking the Charge podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hein of High News. Thank you for stopping by. Another week of uh, basketball, first uh, first week of NBA, first full week of the NBA. Lots of lots of good storylines. Uh, before we get to too much of that, I want to let you know how you can get in contact with the show. You can reach out to me on Twitter at High News, H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S. The website is highnews.com. Email address is highnews at gmx.de. You can go to the Facebook group. Just put in the search bar, Taking the Charge Podcast, and you will find us there. There's iTunes. You can go and rate and review the show. You can uh, be a supporter of the show, the financial supporter of the show. Uh, Just a dollar a week. You know, just anything you can be fantastic. You can go to patreon.com slash taking the charge, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash taking the charge. I think that's it, highnews.com's website. Uh, (laughs) I think that's it. Um, Yeah, so I haven't had a chance to actually watch. um, uh, That's not quite true. I did watch the, did actually end up watching the, uh, Lakers uh, opener. I was up watching baseball and uh, caught that. Um, you know this uh, huge, huge um, topic of discussion. Discussion is is Lonzo Ball, and from from what I have been able to gather, I think he's going to be okay. I think people are going to go at him, but you know, I think anytime there's a a highly regarded rookie, they're going to be sort of attacked if you will of course there's a little bit bigger of a target on on balls back just because of his father and everything that he's doing but i think he'll be okay you know needs to get he'll need to be stronger and stuff like that but you know there's there's uh there's things in his game that that you know definitely uh translate to the nba and uh i think he'll be he'll be fine he's not gonna be a superstar right away uh, but, uh, you know, once he gets accustomed to the league, I mean, you know, this is a hard <laughs> NBA is, is not an easy league. And, and, uh, you know, there's, you know, there's putting, you know, people are putting su- immense pressure on, on, on ball to produce. And, uh, you know, this is also a guy who, who missed the last, I don't know, must've been at least week, probably maybe, I think maybe even more closer to two weeks of the preseason and, uh, you know, I'm not going to say that he's not fit at all with, uh, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a different beast, the NBA than the preseason and college and anything than the summer league and anything. So, uh, I think, um, I think you know, you're given, you got to give the guy a little bit of a, of a chance to, to get used to things, you know, you're going to talk about, you know, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons is a little bit different of a player, um, you know, much 
bigger, much phys- more physical. Um, I, I just he's phenomenal. It just I, you know, I think it's going to be fantastic watching the Seventy Sixers this year. Triple double uh, last night, and um, but he's also had a he also had a year off to really work on his body and improve, improve on that and, and get stronger and, and and really be part of the uh, organization and everything else like that and take tips and, and things to work on. Uh, okay, you know he's not necessarily playing, but he's you know eventually when he was fit enough he was practicing with with the Sixers last year and whatnot or whatever working with them. Uh, so everything that's going on with ball, I just think it's, you know, settle down and let the kid play. I know there's, that's not going to be so easy because of everything that, that goes on with his father, but you know, it's nothing that the kid hasn't seen for the last two years, a year and a half, two years. So, you know, now it's his chance to just live his dream and play and, you know, There'll be other guys, you know. You look at Fultz, and, and he's not quite performing up up to speed yet. You know, Fox is doing pretty good, but you know, all these guys—they're still so young, and they're still getting used to the game. And and uh, you know, there's there's a learning curve for all these guys. And you know, the ball's going to be in his hand, and and balls the ball's going to be in ball's hand a lot. So you know, you're going to have to you know deal with some some mistakes and and, and whatnot. But I, I like I said, I think it'll be okay. You know, you look at a guy like Markkanen, and and you know he's got ten threes in, in his first three games, and you know, he's much more of a shooter uh, who who's also played at the senior level. Uh, you know, played at the uh, EuroBasket last year, and even played under twenty uh, European Championship the year before that, the summer before that. So you know, he's 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 played against uh, some pretty high level competition. You know, EuroBasket was winning games for Finland's. So he's not quite um, he's not quite the rookie that that you know necessarily everybody you know might might think he is. Um, but uh, this is a, it's, this is an exciting uh, rookie class, and um, you know, and it's it's nice that you have these other guys with some of these other teams to kind of you know get away from the rut of the the Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland, Boston, and San uh, Cleveland, Boston, uh, uh, Golden State. You know storylines. You know there's. You know you also have some of these other teams. You know not necessarily playing at the highest level yet, but you know at least providing. You know interesting storylines to talk about, which is cool. Which is cool. It's nice to it's nice to be able to see that. Um, and uh, it's always it's always fun to see. Rookie, rookies, you know, young guys come in and, and, and produce. So uh, an exciting first week, and you know, you you look at the you look at the standings, and you know, it's <laughs> is there much of a surprise yet? You know, you look at you know undefeated teams, uh, Washington. You know, Washington being the only undefeated. You know, there's there are things to like about Washington. You know, we talked about it last week a little bit more. Um, undefeated. Then you look at the Clippers, Memphis, San Antonio, Port um, are the other ones. So Golden State with two and two, um, the <laughs> sky is falling for Golden State. No, not quite, but um, they they're just gonna they're just gonna need to just relax and play play ball, and 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 obviously they'll be totally fine. But 
you know, over under on losses for Golden State, you know, I'd probably say about 12, 12, 15, somewhere in there, just because it's a, it's a, it's a not necessarily a lack of motivation, but just a, um, you know, it's just a, a matter of getting us, you know, let's just get to the playoffs and then, and then we could do our thing, you know, um, work in a guy here or there, but in general, just let's get our, you know, get the regular season over with. I know it's kind of amazing to say that after uh, one week of games, but anyhow, so some some very nice storylines to, to to follow right after the first week, and it's and it's cool to see those storylines really um, really prevailing already, and 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 giving us um, some fresh things to to look at. Uh, Euroleague, actually, I haven't really watched uh, any Euroleague. Have I watched any? I I haven't even watched a game yet. I also haven't been up to Bamberg to see any of their games yet. I hope I am hoping to do that soon. Uh, we'll see. Um, I would obviously like to see them. Uh, next week is Basconia. Maybe get to see them in Basconia. We'll see. We'll see how that works out. Um, so I don't really want to talk too much EuroLeague uh, just because I'm not talking. Actually, I've seen more Euro Cup. Uh, I am writing some Euro Cup reports. Um, so and you know there's some there's some interesting teams uh, in there. You know you look at uh, Asvel, you know from Spain, Sevilla with um, Sevilla with uh, Musa, and you know. I think every every team that I've watched has been pretty interesting. Partizan's real interesting. If you want to go watch Partizan, they they have a uh, you know a really interesting young group of players. Uh, Berlin uh, have a really interesting group of guys. Um, so yeah, it's just I mean, it's 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 uh, it's still a pretty high level high level competition, and so you're gonna you're gonna see good basketball. And uh, one of the one of the the teams. Actually, I'm not, uh, uh, of course, um, Paris, Paris Laval, uh, Laval, 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 sorry about that, uh, is, uh, has, has, has a European champion and, uh, he's actually going to be the interview of the week this week and, um, it's Clayman Prepolich and I uh, actually ended up taking this interview and did a piece on, on him, uh, for Euro Cup and, uh, Euro Cup basketball.com and uh, also did a piece on him for FIBA about the about the uh, World Cup qualifiers you can go check those out and um, so here's my here's my interview with him Clayman Prepolich uh, Slovenian national team player a, a freshly crowned FIBA Eurobasket 2017 champion with the Slovenians. Um, just a, just a warning the, the quality kind of uh, dips a little bit and of um of, of Prepolich's answers and uh eventually um i call it off and say let's go and and uh and i'll call you on uh on the phone and 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 do it with a recorder that way i you know had been recording through skype and and it just wasn't working anymore and i said let's um so so that so that we could actually understand what's going on uh, let's uh let's do this uh, over the over the phone uh so Stick with it. The quality will improve. Um, I don't know off the top of my head uh, where where it uh, where it actually kicks in, but uh, worry not. Uh, you will not uh, have to fight with the with the quality of the sound for the entire interview. 
it, it does get a little bit, uh, uh, um, you know, you really, it's hard to, it's really hard to understand what he does say. And, uh, I'm not sure, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll edit a little bit of it out, but there will be still some left in there again, you know, you know, keep trucking, uh, better days are ahead uh, with that interview. So again, claim and Prepolich, enjoy, and we will catch you on the other side. So, um, I guess, I guess why don't we first start off with, um, uh, how you feel in, uh, in, in Paris, uh, you're with a new club, uh, you're in the Euro cup again, uh, the season basically kind of just started, but maybe just how you, how you feel right now, uh, with this new club. Yeah, right now I feel, I feel great. I mean, uh, we have a really good team on the paper especially with the last edition of uh, Boris. So it's obvious that we, we are not playing well at the moment. But, uh, we're losing some, some tough games against great opponents like Limoges, uh, Strasbourg, Monaco and Darussafaka. These are all these are all these are all teams with, uh, full full of respect and uh, we lose this uh, this game by small margins. But on the other side there is for sure uh, the reason why we are losing this game and uh, we are trying to improve for sure and uh, that's why we practice hard today and tomorrow to, to get better. But uh, to be in Paris, honestly, it's a great feeling. It's one of the, one of the nicest cities in the world and uh, we, we don't complain. I'm here with the girlfriend and we, we feel happy here. <laughs> um, we'll come to the, we'll come back to the city in a, in a couple of minutes. Um, Looking at the numbers right now, it looks like uh, the the three point shooting is is uh, is a little bit off. Is that is that kind of you're a little bit still kind of tired? I mean, you had a long obviously a, a long summer with uh, the the national team camp, and then and then obviously going all the way in in the in Eurobasket, which we'll obviously talk about as well. But are are you a little sti- are you still a little tired? I mean, how many how long did you have? How many days did you? I'm gonna say probably days off. You don't you probably didn't have uh, more than a week or so. Off between the Eurobasket and uh, going over to Paris. Yeah, between Eurobasket and and uh, come here in Paris was one day. One so day. I didn't have. Yeah, I didn't have <laughs> time to, to to rest really. But uh, that's the way it is. We are all professionals. Yeah. Uh, that's why we practice. We we love this game and. Uh, yeah, maybe the numbers, uh, percentages are a little bit lower than on the uh, European Championship, but this is obvious. I mean, uh, in the in the team of Slovenia, I had uh, on my side uh, Dragic and Doncic, Randolph. So those are all guys with the with the high with the higher level, highest level in basketball. So also the the teams were more focused on them, and I have more space to, to go. And here, uh, there is a lot of plays set up for me. So, for sure, you you tire when you create so much things for, for your teammates. But uh, I always like to do this stuff, to play a lot of pick and all, and to have a lot of responsibility. And that's why I come here, coach, coach trust me, my teammates trust me. And and for sure, I'm, I'm going to improve my, my percentages, and as soon I will do better, I think team is going to do better as well. I mean, the shot feels good, right? It's just they're just not falling right now, right? That's pretty much where you're at. No, no. I mean, shoot is 
shooting percentages uh, day, daily basis. I mean, some games you score, some games you don't score, and uh, this is this is hard to to explain because uh, whoever plays basketball in his life he knows what I'm talking about. Because sometimes you're taking tougher shots, sometimes you're more open, and this. I mean, I, I don't really. I don't really pay attention to to my percentages, and uh, I just try to help my team to play as best as I can. Um, why don't Why don't we uh, kind of go back now? Um, you know, this this summer was was just magic, but let's actually go back to last summer because I think that was the foundation of of your success this year. Was that really everybody bought in and said, "All right, let's go and and qualify for." Uh, for Eurobasket, you guys went undefeated in the quali- qualification f- um, last last summer, 2016. How important was that? Knowing that everybody said, you know, I mean, it's so easy for the qualifiers for for the high level guys to just say, oh, I don't want to play the qualifiers, whatever. How important was it for you guys to really all to all come in and and say, let's let's get on, you know, let's get ready now to make it that much easier and better for next summer. Uh, listen, uh, like you know, probably our coach Kokoshko is 15-0 in official games, so he didn't lose the official game. And uh, yeah, I mean, the national team is different than the club. In national team, you're not play, uh, you're not paid, and you just play for your your country, your nation, your your pride. And last year, we we all come together. Uh, we missed just uh, Anthony and uh, Luca. Mm-hmm. So, but we have another great guys who who are able to play basketball. So Klobuchar, Omic, and Zoran Dragic, of course. So we all come together every summer, and uh, I, I'm happy that right now in this in this generation of Slovenian basketball, there are no players who are thinking uh, or to come or not to come on national team. So we are not fighting with the with the people who who care. So. Uh, national team. So this year we had uh, we had uh, almost 100% team who is on the paper the best able to play. So I mean we missed uh, Zoran. Zoran was really the only uh, guy because of, because of injury. But this is another part. He's last last 10 years he was always uh, able to play for national team even before for the younger selection. And then we missed homage because we, we took another naturalized guy uh, who is Anthony Randolph. and this was one of the one of the keys for success for sure. And this was the decision of of the national uh, national federation. And the third guy who was missing was the Slobuta, who had a big problem with the back in last summer, and he he chose not to to come this year. So we obviously had two. Great team, but uh, the best teams on the paper they don't win the championships. And uh, like Dulev Vyoshevich said, there is no the best team is not the, the team of 12 best players on the world, but the 12 best players who can really work together as a one. So we, we all know what is our role in the team, uh, we all know who are our leaders, and uh, we just stick to the plan. and uh, of course, on the other side, coaches, staff, they did a great job. When you came into the summer, um, and obviously the goal, you know, you know, the goal is always to win the title. 
without a doubt. Um, when did you guys really think, you know what? Because you do preparation games and, and you never know how the other teams inform. You know, you never know exactly how you're doing 100%. And when did you guys think, you know what? We want to win this thing, but we actually, you know what? We can win this thing. When, you know, at Eurobasket, when did you guys really say we can win this thing? Well, honestly, there's many teams, many people who were like surprised about Slovenia winning European Championship. And maybe, maybe it was. But like I said, these are specific competitions when you play based on daily basis, you play games. So sometimes you play uh, at the eight in the evening, for example, against Finland, and next day you have to play at two o'clock against Iceland. Mm -hmm. So this is everything more than than easy. And uh, yeah, we we all knew that we have a great team. We all know how to play basketball, but we just need to to have a plan and to have a leader and on the court and off the court. Off the court for sure is Kokosko. Uh, for me. Best, best coach in my life right now and uh, on the court Goran Dragic who is right now probably the best European player so he proved this he, he just take a lead and we were following him and uh, honestly we didn't really think about how the things will finish so we just go game by game and try to win every game and like you said at the end uh, this is the only key and this was the the right way to go. So we, we won all nine games, and we we were struggle we were struggle also during the friendly game. We lost. We were down by 22 in the halftime against Israel. So we have tough moments too. But uh, we were going up as, as a team, game by game, and we proved that, that right now we were the best. Um, I, I want to talk about three games. The uh, you know just the last three games, it was it was really fun. It was you know it was fantastic basketball watching you guys go with Latvia, um, and I'm sure you enjoyed that game. I mean, obviously there's a competitive nature of of wanting to win the game, but um, did you? I always kind of wonder, and this is something that I don't ask all of the players that I talk to, but how much do you when you're in a game and you're like, oh, you know what, this is a great game, and you know. And you really appreciate the level of the opponent that you're going against. How do you remember the Latvia game? Yeah, first of all, we all are we are all aware of that this is privilege to play basketball. Mm. I mean, we we all talented players. Every all of every each of twelve players of each team in Eurobasket is, is very talented. This is the highest possible level in Europe so we just have to respect this opportunity we have and on the other side yeah we, it was quarterfinal game in in the past all the Slovenian teams were like known that they always lose the most important games of the of the summer and at that moment when we went six and zero we were for, for sure under the pressure and on the other side we had a great opponent great offensive team with Porzingis, brothers, Bertan, Tima, mm -hmm. who, is, who will be one of the key players in Basconia and Euroleague, uh, Strenjic. So these are all great, great players. And uh, we know that it's going to be tough, but we believe and we just stick to our plan. And uh, to be honest, we were better all 40 minutes of the game, but we were like 
three times they were up by 15 and they always bounced back. So the game was not easy, probably the hardest after the finals for sure for us and uh, to, to give all respect to Latvia. So they, they're a great team and we all know that in future they, they will fight for the medals as well. Is that a fun game though for you? And a game like that? Or are you just so I mean, fo- are, or are you maybe, so focused on winning that you know oh I you know go away you don't know, come back we're up by fifteen stay away or or is it is it fun for you guys? I mean it's it's fun at the end when you see that you won the game. But, uh, <laughs> it will not be fun if you lost. So yeah. these are all do or die games. Yeah, you lost, you go home. You you win, you stay, and uh, and there is no time to be fun on the court. This is time when you have to give all your best and try to win the game. I mean, the only key there is to win because uh, nobody want to go home. So we just try to do our best. And uh, the coaching staff do a great job with taking care of pressure on the team. So they took all the pressure on themselves. And uh, it was obvious that they play almost without the pressure because Igor always takes the pressure on him on his, on his shoulders. If somebody had told you before the game that uh, before the tournament that you guys that Slovenia is going to beat Spain in the semifinals by twenty points, what would you have thought? Yeah, I mean, maybe people around who are just watching basketball and they just watch the history and the stuff, uh, they think that they would think that this is not normal. But like I said, this is one game, one night, 40 minutes, 12 players, five on the court from each side. They all from from blood and uh, from meat, so like other players. And we all knew that Spain on the paper was the, the best team on, on the tournament with tough, legendary players who played all of, in EuroLeague or NBA, brother Gasol, which are probably the best brothers in, in the history of, of game. And, uh, yeah, we have respect to them, but also we have a great players, and we all know how to play basketball, so we just try to do our best, and there was a night that we scored a lot, they didn't, and so, like I said, this is just one game, you win or lose, uh, and, yeah, they had more pressure than we have, for sure, they were favorites from this game, and we did a great job, and for sure, 23 points, or how much was, at the end, it's not the real thing. Um, there was the, you know, the, the time off between the game and, uh, the semis and the final. And, uh, you know, we all heard, you know, all these people are being flown in and bust in from, from Slovenia. Uh, talk about coming into the Sandan Arden dome and, you know, just seeing all the green and white and hearing all the Slovenia chants, you know, talk about the atmosphere and, and what that meant for you to see so many people, from your home country come and, and watch you guys in the final? I mean, many people don't know how far is Slovenia from Istanbul, so this is uh, 1,500 kilometers away. So to to be able to to bring 6,000 plus people in in Istanbul, it's, uh, it's a big, big thing. And uh, Slovenia as a nation do a great job with uh, taking care of the charters, and all the different types of uh, transfer to the to the Istanbul. Many people come to to Istanbul by bus, by land, and on the other side, when we we had a shoot around in uh, Sinan Erdem Arena on a game day, 
in the in front of the gym and we were uh, taking back to the hotel we saw the uh, the car with Slovenian registration mm-hmm. so at that moment we realized how how big and how important we are at that moment for Slovenia and uh, there was just one more plus and one more reason why we should give everything to make these people proud and for sure at that moment people already think that we are champions either way we won or lost but uh, we know it's not going to be the same go come home with loss or win and we said we come so far away to 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 the final where 6000 plus people will come to Istanbul and we will have full support we have to give our best and uh, we do we do you're still you're still pretty young also in your basketball career um when you go back and and think about the final let's say in five years you know four or five years or so how are you going to remember the final i will let you know in four or five years <laughs> okay how do you, right now how, how about four or five right weeks now, <laughs> right now honestly we don't even we don't even know what we did probably uh-huh. yeah that the time went so fast i mean it's different when you won the euroleague and the season is so close to to be done or NBA and then you have two months to, to think about it. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, when you won European Championship in two days or one day or three days, you have to go back to the club and start a new real story in, in, in the team where you actually get paid for that, where you get your money, your bread and uh, the money with which you feed your family. So in, so in, in national team, you're not paid. So you just, like I said, you pay it. You play for pride, and yeah, I don't know how, how I'm gonna remember it. It's gonna be a great feeling, and like I said to, to many other newspapers, we are the first team who is gonna be four years European champion. So we just have to be proud of it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, you know, you know, Goran's. You know, Luca's hurt. Uh, Goran is dealing with cramps. Uh, you know. This was truly a team effort, you know. As much as you know, Goran and Luca were doing, everybody stepped up. You know, you had obviously those those huge three pointers. You know, Randolph was was great. You know, defense, offense, everything. You know, even Nikolic hit, hit a couple of big big free throws as well. Uh, you know, Vidmar. Maybe talk about the resilience of this team and uh, you know what it meant for. I don't want to say the other guys because you guys are all very high-level guys, but to, that you guys were able to bring home uh, the championship. Yeah, like I said, there is many, many players who, are, uh, who have like underestimated status in Europe. That's for sure one of them is uh, Gasper Widmer, mm-hmm. who is uh, 10 years playing in uh, Turkish division be a uh, national team member of Slovenia for, for how, I don't know how long. And first of all, he's a great, great person. He never has a problem with him. He's always positive, trying to fight for for everything, what he can give to, to the national team. We all forgot that he turned his ACL three times in his career. And to, to take care of 130 kilos every day is not easy, you know. And uh, to play nine games on a, such a big level in 14 days, for him was for sure uh, very very tough, and the final was was special for him too, because he was one of two players. Him and Dragic are also from this, uh, let's say, big generation of Slovenia who never win nothing. 
who lost uh, the semifinals end of game for third place in Poland. And they always try to win this medal, and they was always uh, not successful. So another guy is, is Randolph. I mean, we don't need to talk about Randolph because he's obvious. Right now, he's proving once again that he is the best four man in, in Europe, him and Printezic. So he's beasting in Euroleague as well. And I'm not going to lose words about him. Then you, then you have Ali Nikolic, who is... I, I'm sad when I see that the, the player who is able to do such a big role in European basketball steal the ball from Guderich's hand and uh, drown the... And he's not playing in Bamberg. Seven minutes to go and score some, some huge threes and also guard Bogdan Bogdanovic. Mm-hmm. And he's not playing in Bamberg yep. in the first couple of games and they're losing. I mean, this means something. And I know this kid for a long, long time when he was 15 years old and he played for some sports together. And I know how far and how hard he's working. And uh, his life, his family is always on him. He, he has a older brother who's always... He, he was a member of national team last year and he played qualification. This family really lives the best way. I just hope that he will get an opportunity he can be also in the club because I know for him it's very, very important. And then you have Blasius, who, who is great. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a great player. He played many, many years, usually. And uh, he's a high-talented player, offensively and defensively. I mean, on this role in European basketball, he was defensive specialist. He, he destroyed Rubio in, in, in semifinals. He stopped Bogdan in clutch moments of the final, and he just proved that he is able to do big things. So, this, I mean, whoever we mention now, it's not fair because you have four players who are... <laughs> we should all, like, we should talk about all of them. Yeah. And we're going to forget somebody. And yeah. everybody on this team, like I said, knows his role. He was aware of what he had to do. And, uh, yeah, he going to do a great job. And we all knew who who are the leaders and who we have to follow. That's what gave us success. I do want to ask about one. Let's let's leave Goran because Goran was just undescribable. I mean, you know, the whole tournament. Um, and but but one guy that you know, the last guy I want to ask about, and then we can we'll move on to to, to different things. Um, you know, people knew about Doncic, you know, and 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 you know, people knew that that you know what Luca could do in the Euroleague at that age, and you know, it was you know, I don't think there was there was. A, you know, people expected that he would be, you know, able to hold his own. But, you know, to do the things that he was doing, you know, what did you? Because this is the first time that you've played with him. You know, this is the first time he's played uh, internationally. How did he perform compared to how you thought he would would? Yeah, Luca, Luca is a phenomenon. I mean, like Paluli said, so this is a player who won 50 years. So many people compare him to Dragon Petrovic, but this is, like I said, there's not going to be another Dragon Petrovic, and there is only one Luca Doncic, and it's going to be forever. And uh, Luca, he does a, on the other side, he's just a kid who, who likes to hoop, who likes to play basketball, mm. and who is over talented. I mean, I play with many, many players in my career already. I play eight years professional, and I see many things. But uh, to see something like he's doing 
Let's move uh, a little more to you. Um, how long, you know, when did you start playing basketball? Um, you know, did you play other sports? You know, was soccer there? And then maybe maybe basketball role models. I saw, I saw you know, obviously everybody everybody was, was um, you know, a fan and, and whatever of, of Drazen. And, and um, you know, but obviously Sonny uh, Becerovic is also from Maribor. Maybe just talk about how you started with basketball and, and who are some of the guys that you looked up to. Yeah, first of all, we are not from Maribor, but we are from Slovenska Litrica. That's big. That's different. But okay, you can say Maribor. So, uh, yeah, I mean, my father was from here. When you left uh, Slovenia for the first time to to go um, abroad and play, uh, you headed down to uh, to Turkey, and uh, you know how how important was it for you to see something outside of outside of Slovenia? Yeah, 
at that moment bounding for uh, with huge budget and uh, with qualifications for Euroleague and Euro top control and uh, like I said my agent told me that you have to I mean while we sign you and especially the the fact that you're gonna play for Dimitri Sipudis who was uh, uh, 15 years I mean, almost 20 years, uh, first assistant coach of the the legendary coach, Zenko Bradovic, it's just another story. And he called me and told me, listen, I want you to come in, in my team to practice hard and earn your minutes. I was just ready to fight and uh, I didn't need much to think. So it's another thing called, you really have to leave. And it was 31st of August, I remember that because I was the last cut from national team for 2013 European Championship in Slovenia. And at this time, I feel really, really bad. And uh, there was just one more, one more, like, reason to, to work it hard and like, to prove them that they wrong. So I just went there in Turkey, and I didn't think too much. I just practiced hard. The, you know, Dundas is far away from other basketball cities. You don't have to take ferry and the flight to come somewhere. So we, we travel a lot, play a lot, and I really didn't have to think too much a lot about uh, life. You went back to Slovenia, I think, to finish the season, right? That season? What? I think you went back to Slovenia to finish that season, correct? To Ljubljana? Yeah, when I finished this season, to I Olympia. have a with Bambit. So... It was two plus one in Bambi, but they were the new coach, Lukic, didn't see me in the team. So he just came to the And on the other side, he couldn't deal to, to reach an agreement. And uh, I was sad because I couldn't sign with any other team. And uh, on the other side, I had a huge, huge deal there. And I didn't want to just let them, the money go. And they're not ready to deal with me. And uh, that's why I didn't to say that it finished. When uh, you went to Oldenburg, then after that, and and one of the things that I want to ask you about Oldenburg is, you know, Oldenburg is is known as Paldingburg. Uh, just you know, Ricky is is a legend in there, and you know he was thirty three then, and you know he still put up you know eleven points, you know two and a half rebounds, you know more than two assists. He's doing that at thirty three. You were what twenty. One twenty no twenty twenty two maybe right twenty three. Um, yeah, twenty three. Yeah, yeah. So, what did you learn from him? What you know? What obviously a guy who you know just obviously takes great care of his body and is just uh, and just you know knows how to to play the game and, and and play it right. What are some of the things that you learned from you know the 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 veteran uh, that Paulding was? Yeah, I mean. Use everything when you said Oldenburg. So <laughs> Oldenburg 
basically the this team on a on a map of Europe basketball and uh, of course there were a lot of others were great players and uh, almost a great season to be to be there and uh, yeah Ricky was at that time 33 34 year old and uh, he of course was that Ricky told him as as much as talent he he his body amazing in the league from, from Oldenburg and went to some Euroleague games or something. People told me that family was happy there, he was happy there. And that's one of the, the things that I love to hear from school. But you have to be aware and don't uh, other situations. It's okay to be over. Well, like I said, and he has paid for that. Let's get away from the court. When you're not playing basketball, what do you what do you do? What do you do off the court? What kind of hobbies do you have? Yeah, like I said, I have a, a girlfriend for the last three years, who is who I'm really happy with her. And we for last year we have a, a dog, Chihuahua. <laughs> so we we give him a name by Sergio Lul. So probably you know Lul from Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. He has so much. So much energy as he has. So <laughs> okay, that's why. Okay, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, I'm kind of a player who who really follow all the the teammates. I like to watch basketball and uh, I check a lot of games, uh, either website or, or on TV. So uh, yeah, I mean. In Paris, there is many things to do, and in one year you are not, you will not be able to see everything. So we're trying to to do the biggest, the bigger points, so we see the big, the bigger things. And uh, as soon we have time to go somewhere on coffee, I like to to be to go on coffee. And uh, when I'm on on at home in uh, during my summer, I like to go on the sea. So I like to, to swim, I like to be on a nice place, and yeah, there is many things to do, so um, I'm doing many, many things. Did I see fishing and poker as well? Yeah, I, I used to play poker, but not anymore. I mean, I mean, I met with friends, sometimes we just play for, for fun, so no, no, not anymore. But fishing, yeah, when I was, when I was more young, my... The best friend of my father used to be like professional, how you said, fisher, and uh, yeah, I went with him together. That was that was time when I, you can really be like peace, the people not screaming around you, and that was nice. But right now, last couple of years, I, di- I didn't have I didn't have really time to go. There's no peace and quiet for you right now. <laughs> yeah, especially not last month. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you look at, you know, okay, there's Lupiana, it was like 500,000, Vendirma was 140,000, Oldenburg 160,000, uh, Limoges was 140,000, uh, <laughs> you're at about 2.3 million there with Paris. Um, what are some of the things you're looking forward to seeing with the city? Yeah, first of all... It's the biggest Paris, city you've ever been in, huh? <laughs> yeah, and Paris is nice as, as fuck, so it's really, like I said, many, many things to see. And uh, last couple of weeks we met uh, many, many people who are living here for 20, 30 years from ex-Yugoslavia. <coughs> so they, they told us which are the, like, the best things to see. So we, we, we went to see last year Disneyland. And we see Eiffel Tower for sure. We went to Trocadero Square, where it's nice. Uh, Musée Louvre is nice. So we, we go to to this Arc de Trophy. It's nice too. Champs Elysees. So there's, I mean, Paris is super nice. So you cannot just choose couple of couple couple of things to see. And uh, also our area here, uh, Le Valois, is very very nice. It's with a lot of parks and. Uh, uh, we we lucky that our coach is, is not uh, crazy about uh, practicing. So we, we have, uh, on daily basis, we have 11 to 1 practice. So the rest of the day you're basically off, except the individual walk from 5 to 6. So we have a lot of time to see, but uh, like I said, right now we have to just to improve our game and start winning the games. If not, it's not going to be a nice time in Paris. You have a lot of road trips, you know, um, you know, traveling around Europe, also over the, you know, the past year's Euro Cup and everything else. How do you kill the time, you know, the travel time, you know, reading video games, films, how do you do it? Yeah, I mean, there are many, many trips. For example, tomorrow we go Kazan, we yeah, start exactly. at 8.30 <laughs> in the morning, we arrive there around 22 and 15, so <laughs> basically that's all day long and... Uh, if it's possible, I try to sleep on a plane, and uh, I'm lucky that I don't have this this problem with uh, flying. And uh, I have many many series to watch. Now the last one, uh, me and my girlfriend are watching is Ballers. Uh, so I like to see some good movie, and uh, like uh, you know, probably you don't you have no so much things to do on the plane. So. <laughs> I try to watch movies, but when we on the when we go by bus, it's easier because uh, I can call my mom, my father, my friends, and we talk about many many things. And uh, yeah, with bus it's easier, but uh, with flight it's quicker. So and you you cannot go by bus in Kazan. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could, but you won't get there for a week, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, when you when you do go to the different European cities, do you try to do something there? I know you guys don't have much time, but do you try to do something there? Sometimes do you try to do something, or or, or never? Or like something. Honestly, there is no many times, like you said. Yeah, uh, yeah. If it's possible, if I know some some players from opposite team, I try to meet them after the dinner or night before the game, yeah. and to be to to go with them together on some drinks, some lounge bar or something together after the game to spend some quality time together but like like for example now in Kazan we arrive late night next day is a shoot around meeting rest game 
so you don't have time and after the game you it's gonna be late it's gonna be 10 and uh, next morning 7 30 we leave so if you if you find time to do something you you have to be really superman yeah um kind of going on what we talked about with uh, with ricky in in oldenburg looking at, at at this Paris team, you know, you have 38-year-old Luis, you have uh, Florentus, 20, 36, you know, even Ndoye is, is 37 and, and Boris is 35. It, do you find yourself sort of in a similar situation where you're looking at those guys and, and trying to um, learn from them as well in their experience? Yeah, well, I'm the kind of player who respects everybody, but... Uh uh, on the other side, I just want to learn from day by day and uh, everything what I ask for my agency is to have a good coach where I can really improve my game. So I know that we learning all our life and this opportunity I have now with uh, Luke Campbell, uh, Boris, Dio, Florent, Petrus is just amazing. And uh, they give me so many advices and they told me and they try to to put me in the team right now because, like I said, we're struggling. I mean, we play nice basketball. It's a big quality and uh, of, of the way we're playing. But uh, there is a reason, like I said, to that we're losing those games. And when we're gonna start winning this tie tie ends, when we're not gonna lose by two three points but win, so it's gonna be easier. And uh, yeah, I mean, they can give you a lot. Boris. What are some of the, what are some of the things that you learned from them? You know, you've only been there a couple of weeks now, but what are some of the things that you've learned from them? Yeah, first of all, it's just right for right now. I just get another confirmation that uh, they really respect the way they they get paid. So the the way that they play basketball, that they they really really do for life. This what they love and. Uh, I learned from Lou, for example, that if you want to be like high level player for many years, because he's 30 years old, 38 years old, and it's not easy anymore to to take care of your body and play of such a high level as Euro Cup and French division is, it's for sure that you have to come before the practice and uh, work on your body, take care of your food and uh, not eat just the junky food and just uh, drink alcohol and this stuff i mean if you want to have a long long career you have to take care of your body and you have to understand what what you you're able to do i, I want to go back to, to the national team really quick um the the new national team windows in season windows are coming up in um i guess about five five weeks or so um what are your thoughts about all that Honestly, I'm not the guy who can really give thoughts about that, but uh, everybody has his own thoughts and uh, if they want to do this this way, there's no other way to do it. So, uh, I respect every decision they made and uh, like I said, I'm sad that if really those, those players like uh, Randolph, Doncic, Dragic, Muric, Ali Nikolic is not going to come, it's going to be bad for us. Of course, we're going to lose uh, many important players but on the other side this is a great opportunity for some other players who can step up some younger uh, for example for us it's Alenomic can come back again so there is many positive and many negative things so I'm trying to, to find as many positive I can and uh, 
I'm in that situation where I can come there and play. This is the only what matters to me, and I will do my best to help Slovenia to make to to the World Cup. And at the end of the day, on World Cup, everybody can play. So this is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. But you have to come. You have to come to Europe before the championship. So this is also a tough story. Yeah, November 24 um, against Belarus in Ljubljana. Um, you you plan on being there? Yeah, if I will be healthy, I will be there for sure. Uh, I mean, probably I will not have problem with the club here. Anyway, there is no games here, and uh, like I see, our f- coach Fred Patu is an ex-player, and he understands that if you play a games, you you stay in the best shape possible. And uh, yeah, I have this opportunity to be there, and I will be there. How excited are you? I mean, it's Lupiana, it's the capital, it's the capital, you know, and this will be the first time that you guys are all, you know, the team, you know, however many people or whatever, it's the first time that you guys are there playing in front of the home fans after that, and you played there, you played in Lupiana at the under-20s in, in 2012, but as you mentioned before, you weren't there at the uh, Eurobasket uh, in 13. How excited are you playing, uh, uh, playing in, in Lupiana? Yeah, you probably watched the, the game against Croatia this summer, our last official friendly game before European Championship. You can see that the game was fully packed, 13,000 people on friendly game, which is which is rare. And uh, I can just say that Slovenian nation they love they love basketball. This is in Slovenia, basketball is first sport. Uh, it's it's obvious that the soccer is famous too because of Maribor right now because they play Champions League. But I think that uh, in uh, November there is going to be full gym, especially like you said, it's first game after winning uh, European title and uh, people are ready to see us and uh, our federation is already working on that. They hire assistant coach of Igor, become a new head coach and uh, yeah, I mean everybody works on that and I'm looking forward and of course it's always happy to nice to play in front of your your crowd and if it's going to be full it's going to be even better yeah montenegro belarus and, and spain obviously spain will be kind of even regardless of who is there or not you know they know that you guys beat them uh, in 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 um in the eurobasket semis uh, in general going into this do you guys is there any sort of sense that maybe you you have actually have a target now on your backs so that you know you're the european champs and I mean, it's like I said in in basketball and in professionalism uh, at all. It's always like that. That the, the toughest thing is to stay on a, on the top of the key. So it's always easier to attack the the champion mm-hmm. than to defend the champion. But uh, like I said, we don't have any pressure. We we know that there are just uh, these are the qualifications. This is new story where we will always also have a change team also the Spain will miss probably all 12 players so it's even bigger problem for them than for us yeah. and uh, it's not gonna be I mean some rematch for for semi-final but everybody will have a goal to win the game because uh, the wins are taking you to world championship and like I said Spain can probably make five teams for European basketball competition because they have so so big so big pool for the players they have so many many talented players and uh, who never make the 
the national team. And now, like I said, this is one of the positive things when all these players will will be able and have a chance to prove that they they deserve national team jersey. So so the same for us. On the other side, we we will probably keep six seven players from European basketball, but five is going to be new ones and. Like you know, in basketball, you need many, many players if you want to be successful, and all of them will get chance to to prove that they they really deserve it. How important is it that you that Slovenia qualified for for China 2019? It's very important. I mean, Slovenia, like I said, is basketball nation, and after such a big success, now it's going to be big, very, very big, big disappointed if we're not making there. So. Like I said, uh, maybe like you said, maybe we we have bigger target now on our back. We will maybe be also the favorite on most of the games. So now you have also pressure to be when you're the best one. You have pressure that you have to prove yourself every day because everybody attacks champions. And even you play sometimes the game are before the the game started. The, the game is not so interested for players for. For somebody, it's normal because you cannot play in the season 60 games 100% and to practice every every day 100% because we we also human being we are not machines. So, but on the other side, like you said, this is a this is a big big target for you for us as the players and we have to prove that we're the best uh, on daily basis. Uh, let's let's finish off with, with going back to Euro Cup. Um, Unis Kazan, Dashafaka, uh, Sedevida, Turin, and, and Andorra. Your thoughts, your expectations. You're one game into the into the season, into the Euro Cup season now. Just your thoughts, expectations about this season in Euro Cup. Yeah, the group the group is fantastic. I mean, all five players you mentioned, all five teams you mentioned are. Great with uh, big budgets, with great players on the roster, and so we have also pretty good team, and uh, and we we show that we can play against such a big team as Daru Shafaka for sure is. We were we will be more lucky if we could win this game, and it's not gonna be undeserved. But uh, at the last minute, they they proved that they right now they better than us, and they just on higher level than us, so. We, we look forward to our next game in Kazan, which is also one of the favorites of the, this competition, together with Kuban, Bayern Munich, and uh, and Daru Shafaka for sure, Galatasaray. So, Euro Cup is very, very strong competition with great, great teams. And like I said, our group is it's interesting, and uh, we will go game by game, try to win as much win as we can, and if it's going to be enough for qualifying, we'll be perfect. I mean, everybody, nobody likes to lose, and we do every every night when we step on the court, we will do our best for these two hours, 40 minutes of playing, and uh, I hope it's going to be enough for 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 enough wins in uh, to make it to the second round. Fleming, thanks a lot. Appreciate your time. It was a it was really a, it was really fun talking, and uh, uh, good luck in um, good luck. This season, in both in uh, in in the French league and also in Euro Euro Cup, and uh, enjoy playing in front of the home fans in Ljubljana. I imagine that you're really kind of looking forward to that more than you probably can kind of like focus on right now because you have all of these big important games. But I know in the back of your mind, you're probably thinking Ljubljana. Ooh, that's going to be a fun fun game, right? <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Right. Thank you. It was fun talking, and see you soon. Okay. Take care. Ciao.
right. Um, yeah, good, good stuff. Uh, um, pleasant interview and, uh, enjoyed, enjoyed talking to him and, uh, enjoyed hearing the stories and, uh, yeah, there was a, you know, he's played with a lot of interesting, you know, guys. We kind of approached a little bit, kind of talked a little bit about it. Uh, didn't quite hear exactly, um, everything he said about playing with, uh, Ricky Paulding, but you know, that's a pretty uh, amazing uh, situation uh, with Paulding in in Germany, playing with those veterans in um, uh, with, with Paris. Where's that now? Um, so, you know, some 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 nice stops along the way, and and chances for him to really learn and improve, and and uh, you know, getting to play for uh, Etudes there uh, at Banvit at the very beginning of uh, Etudes' coaching career, uh, head coaching career must have been pretty exciting as well. So just a really nice guy. I was really happy with the interview, uh, chatting with him and, and uh, wish him all the best. You know, he was, he was just amazing in that, in that final, you know, some of the shots that he was taking, you know, just, you know, just stepped up, stepped up big time, you know, even, you know, especially you could say, especially when, uh, when, uh, Going on Dragic and and Luka Doncic both went down in the final. So you know, hats off to him. Had congrats to him and congrats to congrats to uh, Slovenia again. And uh, good luck uh, to Clement for his uh, his uh, endeavors there in Paris. Uh, so with that, uh, I'm going to uh, call it a show, and I will let you head on with the rest of your day. Uh, last thing I need to let you know is what you're going to be listening to. The song is called. No one is keeping score, and it is by the Spin Wires, and it is available on freemusicarchive.org. So go check it out, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Metaphorically speaking, a super ego went out drinking.
Korkmaz from Baumit. You are listening to Taking a Charge. 